0: Welcome to today's recording of Big Question, Little Person. I uh, wanted to talk to you today about Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. This is a book that I've been meaning to read for so many years and every time I borrowed it from the library I just, I wasn't brave enough to read it. I just wasn't in the right headspace, you know. covering a topic such as World War II from such a personal perspective. And I understand that the purpose of the book is to uplift and to teach and not bring people down. It was still something that I, I don't think my, my mind and my heart was ready to take on. But this morning I was in the library and I was, I was just walking past and the book was literally right there calling out to me saying, pick me up. So I did. And I was brave enough to start reading. I've, I've started um, the first couple of, the first few pa- few pages, and, and I just wanted to um, read out a, an excerpt that I picked up, and it's talking about life and what it expects. Um, so on page 72, Victor Frankel writes, what was really needed was a fundamental change in our attitude towards life. We had to learn ourselves, and furthermore, we had to teach the despairing men that it did not really matter what we expected from life, but rather what life expected from us. We needed to stop asking about the meaning of life and instead to think of ourselves as those who were being questioned by life daily and hourly. Our answer must consist not in talk and meditation, but in right action and in right conduct. Life ultimately means taking the responsibility to find the right answer to its problems and to fulfill the tasks which it constantly sets for each individual. These tasks, and therefore the meaning of life, differ from man to man and from moment to moment. Thus it is impossible to find meaning the meaning of life in a general way. Questions about the meaning of life can never be answered by sweeping statements. Life does not mean something vague, but something very real and concrete, just as life's tasks are also very real and concrete. They form man's destiny, which is different and unique for each individual. No man and no destiny can be compared with any other man or any other destiny. And and so it continues, but... One thing when reading this it just strikes into the very heart of what I've been learning and reading these past few years and few decades. Life ultimately means taking the responsibility to find the right answer to its problems and to fulfill the tasks which it constantly sets for each individual. Now that is a huge huge statement and I think what that means to me is if we are to fulfill our purpose, we need to see ourselves as the tools, as the tools of life. We are to see ourselves as God's hand or God's face or God's expression of what it means to be in service. That we take our, our own agendas our own egos out of the picture and that we focus on doing moment from moment to moment what we know in our gut is the right thing to do that we listen really really listen to what life is telling us and it talks to us in nudges and in whispers and it says very gently go here say this, do this and it also says very gently, not here, not now, don't go there and it speaks to us and it speaks to us through our heart and through our gut and through our soul and it's so easy as humans to discount that because we have created a life for ourselves where we are so ruled by the mind that we discount our own intuition that when life says look don't go here this is way too dangerous or do this do this and it will lead to where you need to be but we talk ourselves out of it we think oh no this is stupid or oh no I'm not smart enough or oh no I can't do this or you know I shouldn't do this because you know, I was asked to stay here, you know, if there are certain little nudges like, don't go here, it's not safe, but you think to yourself, well, I had this obligation to go here, my boss told me to go here, or I, I, you know, I was, I said that I was going to go here, and I, I mean, I had this experience myself, um, a few years ago, when I knew that and I I don't want to talk about what what this situation was but I said that I was going to do something even though my entire body was screaming don't do it but I said that I would do it because my mind was saying you made this commitment it's It's stupid you're just making things more difficult for yourself so you have to do this action even though my entire heart was saying don't you will betray yourself don't do this but I did it and after I did what I did thinking that it was the right thing to do so I made a decision with my mind instead of my heart thinking it was the right thing to do and what did it leave me with deep deep self-betrayal and and I put myself into a massive depression I, I literally have never betrayed myself on that level and I hope to whoever is listening and especially to my children that they never betray themselves in such a way because it is something that I will probably never really recover from and that's okay You know, sometimes we create these wounds for ourselves as reminders not to do it again. And that's, that's okay. But if I go back to my point that we are the tools of life. Life is not here to be our tool and to work for our selfish purposes. We are here as the tools of life. You know, I've I've heard this expression that we are the dancer and 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 life is the dance. But on the flip side, I've also heard that life is the dancer and we are the dance. And I I, I get that now. I get that that we are the dance. Life is the dancer. We are just expressions and and tools of life, and we get to choose. If we're going to go with the flow because of free will we get to choose if we're going to go with the flow and we get to choose if we're going to listen and pay attention because it's not about what we expect from life it's so easy to be caught up with oh I want this for myself and I want this for myself and I want this for myself and then that's that's fine there's nothing wrong with that life wants to give us what we want but if it comes at the detriment of what life wants from us then there is conflict and there is heartbreak and there is sorrow it's when we align our desires with life's desires that things start to go right in our life and this is this is a balance constantly trying to find that balance and it is hard man sometimes I think about how hard it is because of the obligations and because of the fact that life in this human body in 2019 has set ourselves up for these are the obligations you're supposed to turn up to work at this particular time and do this particular job and so you can pay- be paid this Particular amount because this is the qualification that you received, and blah blah blah. But it doesn't work like that at all. As I get older in life, I realize that it doesn't matter if you tick those boxes. Those boxes are just human constructs that we have created for ourselves. It is nothing but a fallacy, and it is there, it doesn't get you anywhere. It all, all it gets you is frustration because you think to yourself how am I ever going to get ahead of this rat race? I'm on this freaking hamster wheel and I'm never going to get off because no matter what I do, I can't seem to accumulate the stuff that gives me a sense of clarity and peace. And that stuff can be relationships or a house or the job or whatever. That is, that is all external. And that is so hard because having a physical experience on this life means that you need and you want physical things. And again, there is nothing wrong with that. But what I'm learning again and again and again is that these physical things should be secondary. In all honesty, they should be so far secondary that you think about it and you hold it very, very gently And then you let it go, and then you just come back to spirit. So you think, Oh, I would love this house, or Oh, I would love this car, or Oh, I would love this relationship, Oh, I would love this experience, Oh, I would love this child, Oh, I would love this amount of money, Oh, I would love to be able to improve my health, whatever it is. That human beings need and want to create for their lives I want to feel loved and I want to feel be the truth is we are loved and we are perfect and we are whole and it's I know it's very easy for me to say this stuff when I get to live in a first world country with services and I don't have to worry about where my next meal is coming from I'm deeply deeply aware that my basic needs are met and I'm grateful for that I'm incredibly grateful that my most urgent needs are about faith and rather than survival because I am surviving it's one thing to survive though and it's another thing to feel at peace and ideally to thrive so my task I set for myself and and it's something that you might consider for yourself and I hope that I can impart to my children is to remember to listen to what life wants and nudges us to do and says do this this is meant for you and not to compare ourselves to other people it's so easy to go oh but she has this I want this too or he has this I want this too or why aren't I smart enough to get this we did the same course at university and he's earning $50,000 more than me or you know I'm just as smart as he is and yet he's doing better or, or you know I can't get this relationship and I've done everything right and I've met all the right people but I can't seem to to make those connections whatever whatever it is that we do to make ourselves feel less than but that's not our path and that is again really hard because it's so distracting to be surrounded especially in this world of social media where 24 7 we get constant news-, news feeds sent to us this is how other people live and this is what other people do and this is how other people are achieving in life and this is the holiday that they're taking and you know etc cetera, etc cetera. now two things there one that we have to remember that what people put on social media is just a tiny, tiny little snapshot of their life. Usually it's a highly edited snapshot. Usually it's a snapshot that they've taken after 50 different snapshots. They've chosen one image out of 50 where 49 of them look average or terrible. And this one image of them smiling, looking, looking at this perfect meal. And while the meal's getting cold and it's sitting in front of you, you're thinking, oh, I wish I could do that. But it's not real, and it's not important. It's not. It, none of this is important. What is important is those nudges that life is sending, because when you listen and align yourself with those nudges, and act, and listen, and pay attention. And then again, act. You put your intention out there, and ideally, your intention is to li- align with what life wants for us. And I'm learning this every day, I'm learning this, and I'm so grateful that I get to experience this. And I hope that these words heal, and I hope that these words can bring peace, and I hope that when we question ourselves, the answer is look within. So I hope you have a beautiful day. Peace be with you.